I'm pulling up the discussion points from. All right, it's been long awaited. A long, what did we decide? Seven months of sunshine and happiness, but we're finally back. Season two of Between Two Sheets. Nolan Axon here with you, with the fellas, Clay Feldner, Wes Mason. Yep. I'm excited, guys. It feels good. Yeah, it's home away from home. Clay, how are you feeling? I'm feeling feeling pretty good. Good. Feeling good. pretty good. Good. Uh, lots to talk about for episode one. Season two, episode one. I'm going to love saying that. That's just fun for me. But It's episode 16 overall. Episode 16 overall. Yeah. Um, what did we decide we were going to touch on first? Uh, why don't we do chronologically? So, sorry for the abrupt departure last season. We didn't yes. get to have a closing episode. I feel like that was mostly my fault because I have a thing about having family stuff going on every spring, it seems like. So, well, yeah. yeah. So, we might have promised one more episode. We apologize if, if you didn't get it. I think we ended on a pretty high note, right? Because it was Mark's interview. Yeah, it was, it was Mark's, Mark's interview. interview. It was a good yeah. one. Yeah. It, was our, it was our top top viewing episode, I believe. I haven't even checked the statistics. Maybe if you guys get talking on something, I'll pull that up while we're recording. Sure. We can look at that. Sure. Yeah. Oh, good year last year, though. Lots of lots of fun stuff. First year with the new plant. It was a good year last year, except for the end of the city championship. Um, I had a great you know, time. You you specifically had a great time? I think Clay had a great time. I had a great time. Oh, okay. Do you, you have anything to add about that? I, I know our viewers probably can't see, but we do have a plaque that has uh, the new city champs on it, which is myself. Clay Feldner, Cam Stone, Tyrell Erickson, Travis Halman. I was really hoping Wes would be announcing this for us here, but I guess we just have to do it ourselves. I was hoping you'd forget a name. <laughs> I, I, I was really worried. <laughs> I got them all in there, boys. Don't be mad at me. Tyrell, when you're listening to this to work uh, on your way to work on Monday morning. Yeah, so I, I will say that uh, we have not updated the boards, uh, the, the city championship boards, in a long, 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 long time, and we always talk about doing it, but uh, for some reason, this was the year that we finally got around to doing it. Huh, yeah, Clay? I can't imagine. I, I don't know why this year I actually had the ambition to go back and see who won the previous years. had nothing to do I, with putting our names on it. That's doing the right thing, though. <laughs> you know, instead of just starting I'm doing fresh, the club like, of service back. by this. Yeah, yeah. yeah everything ended well. Good, uh, good league wrap up. We had a good uh, turnout for shirt sleeve this year. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. By the way, I think you you mentioned shirt sleeve. I think this next one might be our sixtieth. Hey. Did we keep track of what moment. we were at last year? Um, you know, I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember. remember. We're going to call fresh. this our sixtieth though, because it's going to look better on posters. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll update that in next week's corrections if we're wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll put it in the newsletter. Um, so after shirt sleeve and the city championship, we shut the plant off, took the ice out. That went well. Um, we did the golf event this year. We didn't get a social in, but we did do the golf tournament. I ran that. Um, that went pretty well. Yeah, we made we too. made money on it. Yeah. You know, we don't make a lot of money. That's usually not the goal. You know, we're trying to like break who, even. Who won the golf event? Good question. Solid question. I did. Mi- I did miss that. So I don't. I don't even write. That's down not even who a leading wins. question. Yeah. No. I don't, I don't even write down who wins. I just like handle the prizes in a rush. You know, it's all blur for me because I'm like doing scorecards and people are coming up and like I had to do like a six way tiebreaker. Yeah. And that, that like really second, hurt a lot of people's it? feelings about how I did that. They're like, well, we should go do a shootout on the holes. And I was like, no, we're done golfing. I'm just gonna make up a tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing personal, but like, if I have to flip a coin, I will. So yeah, it's not always the not always the most professional. And my favorite my favorite story of the golf tournament was a couple of years back when Brad was in charge of the long drive and closest two competitions, and um, was reading from the top down on the scorecards. 
who had won that hole. Now, of course, if you've done a long drive or closest to, you keep on writing below who the top scorer is. So <laughs> yeah. He actually gave every oh, all the last all the places. Places. <laughs> That's That was a good one. Well, that's just like how we flight it, too, you know, because I always do an A and a B bracket for the golf tournament. Like, we do a lot of fun spiels and stuff, you know, where you flight it. And I just draw a line randomly down the middle, like, because you'll have an odd number. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, if you're right in the middle of the pack, suddenly you're a winner, you know. Yeah. Oh. Uh, had some club updates as well after that as we progress a few months forward i guess we've not a whole lot goes on with the fair and stuff moving in obviously in the july months but yeah um well do you want to spring the the good news on our big improvement it's bright and shiny in here brand new lights Yep. brand new yep. lights on the ice curling surface and up here in the lounge as well and i think we're i think we're getting leds in the downstairs too we are, in the oh, lobby we are, in the, in the we lobby. are okay right. yeah i don't know why they're being slow on that one yeah so to explain for our our viewers here um we have been talking with the state fair for a number of years about getting leds in our curling club because they have done other buildings on the fairgrounds with led replacements and we keep going well you know we use this building year round we should be you know near the top of your guys's list because like we'll get use out of them and energy savings and all that fun stuff so they finally got it through the state legislature um budget for us and we were able to get led replacements out there and then we chipped in and got um the leds replaced up top too which is nice for us so it looks really good up here yep yeah. daryl did a great job on getting that ground through <laughs> it is honestly it's way too bright up here i had never really wanted to see you guys this well we have yeah. a dimmer switch we uh we're, we're gonna have to clean better now <laughs> Um, on that note, too, if you uh, are looking for some old-timey wood globe fixtures, uh, we have a surplus. So we'll either give them out as fabulous prizes, or uh, if someone comes and takes them, we're not going to look too much yeah. into it. Yep. If, if you're really looking to style your home or office over, you know, that late 80s, late, early to late 80s um, mm-hmm. wood look, um, we, we got a deal for you. I suspect that the wood isn't even stained. I think that's just cigarette smoke that's been absorbed <laughs> into it. <laughs> Uh, yep. Um, so yeah, we got the lights done. Uh, why don't we roll into plant stuff here? So we're getting ready for the season. Um, you know, we have a a plant that keeps our floor cold here. Um, we're going to turn it on tomorrow morning. Um, our lease took over, I think today and the utilities got transferred in our name. So we'll go turn it on tomorrow. Um, on that note, you know, that's one of our major expenses, um, is the plant and all of the associated things with it. So this was a pretty easy year for us. We didn't have to do a major overhaul, just had the good boys from Simcoe up in Winnipeg come down. They uh, changed their oil, took, looked everything over. We had to replace a pump this year. It's our water pump for the cooling system. Um, and that was a, a little bit of a job there. Had to replace what one motor contactor. It's the uh, switch that actually turns on the motor for that water pump too. Boring. Sorry. Wes, what's Sorry. in the plant? Sorry. What 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 does our plant comprise yeah, of? That's kind of the science behind the what makes your ice ice, right? Yes, yes it is. Um so <laughs> How do I describe this without visuals? I'm gonna use my hands here a lot, even though you guys can't see them. Um, it's like a big radiator system. So, you know, in your house, you have an air conditioner. Your air conditioner has like, what is it? R123 refrigerant in it. So mm-hmm. you take a gas and you compress the gas and that generates heat when you compress it. So you get rid of that waste heat out your window in your house and then you let that gas expand and then that expansion cools off, you know, the gas. And you run another, th- 
fluid over that in your air conditioner at home it's just air you run air past those pipes as that gas expands and that's what cools your house so we do the same thing here at the curling club except instead of refrigerant we use ammonia as a refrigerant so we have a big 60 horsepower electric motor and that turns a big um how many cylinders is it i want to say it's a four cylinder um ammonia compressor so it's a big you know about the size of an engine block sitting over there so that turns that over takes our ammonia as a, a, a gas and compresses it down um, pumps it out into a cooling tower outside that was the big cooling tower we had to replace and mm -hmm. took out that loan got that done um what was that 22 we did that mm -hmm. yep before last season so it runs through that cooling tower and then it sits in a big storage tank after that where it turns back into a liquid you know as it cools there because it's a hot compressed gas cools into a liquid and then we have a glycol system running underneath our floors and that glycol just circulates all year um, there's a big heat exchanger in there big radiator which runs the glycol over that ammonia and so you know when we need to when we want to cool the ammonia off you open up a little valve in there and the ammonia runs in as a liquid turns into a gas and then eventually gets sucked back through the uh, compressor and keeps running through the whole cycle there so the ammonia compressor isn't running all the time um, there's a big storage tank too so sometimes you'll be standing in there or actually this is one thing I hadn't thought about yet guys with the new lights here so we used to have incandescent lights and when the uh, motor would kick on for the compressor all the lights in the club would dim I wonder if they're gonna do that now that they're LEDs I bet they won't. They probably won't. I, they I probably won't. I excited you got when you thought of that. Yeah, so I did. Yeah. Well, it was great for like me and Brad because he'd be sitting up here and he'd be like, oh, I wonder what the plant's doing and kick on. He'd be like, okay, plant's working. That's great, you know? Yeah. 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 And so, so we're a glycol plant. There's a lot of, there's a couple different kinds, right? There's there's brine pumps, there's yep. glycol. Um, yeah, brine and glycol. Basically the same system yep. though. Yep. Yeah, just a different coolant is what you're, different pump. Pumping different kind of coolant throughout the floor. Throughout the floor. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, we like the glycol one too. Um, the brine pumps are becoming less popular because the brine is actually a salt water and it's very corrosive. And if you get any air in there and have metal pipes, just eats right through them. Um, they did used to have a brine system in here. So that's what was in here before. Still in there. Um, yeah, so it's, it's actually the under floor. the floor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that was what we, we concreted over and put new piping in for was the brine system. So. So, well, so what's? Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, typically, what temperature does our plant run at? Um, when we're actually curling, we keep the ice usually between twenty to twenty-three degrees. So, um, if anybody here is with a different club and they run a different temperature, don't flame us for that. Um, I know some places like to keep it a lot colder. Like I, I know there's clubs out there that keep it around ten degrees. Um, um, hockey ice too, they keep cold. Like I think hockey ice yes. is typically at like two degrees or right around zero. Um, it's very hard. Hard ice. hard ice, yeah, just yep. so that because there's no pebble, right? There's nothing for the, it's the how hard that ice is what allows. Yeah, it. well, I don't think it matters for them a whole lot, and I think keeping it colder lets the zamboni, you know, freeze a lot quicker on there when they do their ice maintenance. And also yeah, carving blades into the ice right. too, so it's. Yeah, um, you know, and that really depends, you know, on a lot of other factors. Like you, you know, what's the humidity? What's going on? You know, temper air temperature wise in your club, what you want to keep your ice at, so. So other other than the the maintenance to the plant, then what's what? Let's talk about some of the prep that we do when we start up the year. I mean, we get our facility back after the Hust Fest is over. So we just had our first work night here, obviously with the boards in. What what's kind of our next steps here? Let's let's go through what we 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 do. First things first, we get the boards in placed. Make sure they're straight. 
Yep. Make sure they're straight. Which is double check that. Make sure pictures. we get the right ones in the right spots. I love that every year it's just a mess. Like, where does this <laughs> one go? And people always ask me, you know, because one, I, I just walk around like I know what I'm doing, but I don't. Um, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that one goes over there. And then Mark walks by and he's like, no, 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 that no, goes no. by the garage door. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I knew that, knew that. My mistake. Like, just testing everybody. Yeah. yeah. So after that, um, then it's flooding. That's the fun part. Yeah. That's yes. fun part. Well, Clay, you're. Well, I'm skipping a few. That's yeah. why. That's why I was uh, having a good. How how granular do we want to be? Um, yeah. So we put the boards in. Like I said, we're going to turn the plant on tomorrow. Um, once the plant has been on for a couple days, the floor will be below freezing, which means that we can throw water on it and it'll turn to ice. Um, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to actually go out there and mist. So we're not going to put down a lot of water. We're going to spray it as a fine mist and let it settle on. What we're trying to do there is trap all of the garbage that uh, got left on the floor, dust bugs you know little oil stains we're trying to trap them down so as we put a lot of water on and flood you know those impurities will keep like floating to the top so we're trying to get them stuck down with misting so we'll do that a couple of times um you know three four five mists just see how much water we're putting on and, and then we'll start flooding and that's like that's i mean a lot of places with concrete floors obviously don't have to do that we don't necessarily have to no we don't mist. have to um yeah. but it's a multi-use facility it's a multi-use so. facility so we we don't have a like you said it's not a perfectly clean floor we run a broom over it before we start uh, we kind of take a dirt floor approach to how we start our ice. Yeah, is that what you guys do with dirt floor? Because you dirt have dirt floors. floor experience. Yeah. Yes, yep. so with the dirt floor, you have to miss to make sure your sand is frozen. Stuck, right? Yep. Yeah, because yep. you don't want it getting unlevel or anything like that, so you run your mists until you have pretty much all the sand frozen solid, locked in, which we yep. do. We have a layer of ice before we actually lay our first flood down. I'm going to ask with sand floor, not applicable to us, do you guys smooth that? Like, what do you do? Is it like a zen garden and you go out and make it all flat? Or nope, you just... just leave it from the year before. Um, when you do your first mists, you have as many guys there as you can, uh, taking light steps, keeping, trying not to make any big lumps or anything like that, mm -hmm. uh, holding the hose up off of it so you're not making drag marks. Oh, you got to do the hose, man. Yeah, hold yeah, the hose, yeah. Yeah. Do you use your clubs in it for anything in the, of the smaller towns? Like, are you using them for other things throughout the summer? Um, so places with concrete floors, we'll use them as like a... Where you park your tractor? No, they'll have like... like Wedding receptions. And stuff like that in there, yeah. Um, dirt floors, obviously, you can't really use that for anything because the pipes are exposed. Yep. Um, so the dirt floors can't really do anything with concrete floors. Yeah, you'll see things, events and stuff, trade shows, stuff like that will go into those. Okay, so we've missed it. We've trapped our impurities down. Um, I should mention here too, for Minot uh, Curling Club historians, we have an RO water system now. We installed that in what, Clay 21, 2021? Right. Oh boy. End of, end of 20. We've had it right, a couple of years. Right yep. before COVID, wasn't it? Oh yeah, was that? A, I think that was a COVID project. Months, yep. So months it was before COVID, I think. Yeah, um, so we've had that a couple of years now. You know, we used to just use city water to spread on the floor Cistern. because it was before we painted. So. Cistern. Yeah, and then we would do the okay. cistern. So we okay. would do city water down below the paint, and yeah. then once we painted, we would switch over to our cistern. Remember, we used to collect rainwater off the building. Um, we don't do that anymore. We have an RO system with like 700 gallons of storage in it. So we fill that up. And then, uh, so now we're actually putting RO water down before the paint. Um, this is, works out nice for us though, because the tanks sit empty. They kind of get a little dust in them. So this first couple coats will be RO water, but it'll also have the tank dust in it. And then after we mist, do these floods here, probably three to five of those to get the high spots covered. Cause you don't want any concrete showing. And even though the floor looks flat, it's not perfectly flat. Um, once we get all those high spots covered, we'll come in and have our next big work night, our paint night. Um, and then after that, it's got to be clean, clean water, you know, so. And then how many floods do we normally do? 
Yeah, so after painting, so painting is obviously our big, our, our probably our biggest work night, the most volunteers to hold the, mm -hmm. the hose and everything. How many floods? Obviously, we have to mist after that to lock in the color, lock in the white. But how, how many how floods? How floods before paint or after? No, paint? how many how many times Total? do we need to keep on coming back flooding? I after would paint? say we do at oh after paint after paint um, thirty maybe thirty. Yeah, um, I want to say you know what it, how I would guesstimate that is I bet at least three weeks we do floods worth. You know, it's like sometimes we don't do every day because of how the work nights work out and scheduling. Um, but I would say at least twenty one days, three weeks we do floods, and we try to do two a day, right? So that's twenty one times I'd, two, forty two. And know? I'd say we'd probably do more than most concrete floors do as well, just because like Wes mentioned, we're we're not on a perfectly level floor. We have high spots we need to cover, yeah. So we'll we'll put a yeah. fair amount more water down than than say. Yeah, and real nice curling club, the Highland or something like that. You know, looking to the end of this, if we're going through the the floor making, there's more steps here. But you know, when you get to the end, the amount of floods you have to do really after you get your lines dropped in, you know, you have to cover everything in the ice. And for us, that circles, logos, and yarn. Um, you know, and that really depends on how flat you got those, how many floods you need. In a perfect world, you know, you'd only have to put on like an eighth of an inch. But I feel like we got to do a little bit more because there's usually like one ripple on a sheet. Yep. And it's really hard to just do one sheet because our sheets leak over to each other you know so if you're doing one you might as well do all five um mm -hmm. yeah so, yeah and at that point with with the, that amount of floods um we're pretty much at i mean that, that leads us to when we can more or less start league which is right around thanksgiving is it not i'm thinking yeah yeah typically it's right around thanksgiving i don't know if we've had more than one season that i've been here we've curled before start thanksgiving. open curling i should state not not yeah. league i, I yeah. should say when we start curling we can be right around thanksgiving yeah the first time and then it's one singular scrape afterwards? Um, kind of. Um, it's a really thorough scrape. Um, if I, Mark does the procedure here. So when he does a set of scrapes, Mark likes to do a nine pass scrape, if I remember correctly. Is it nine or seven, Nolan? Do you remember what Mark likes to do? Isn't it more than that? Isn't it like a... No, no, no. He does a nine path scrape and he does three pass. sets of it. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I think when he does the first one, usually he ends up doing like four of those. Um, and you can see it like when we get done, all those impurities in the water have floated up to the top. So it's like greasy. And the first like nine passes you do, set of nine that you do up and down the sheets, you know, it's like brown snow yeah, so coming off. So how it's dirty. dirty it actually is. Um, the nice thing with curly nice when you're scraping it is that it lets you know when it's done because when it gets super flat, um, you can actually start to see the waves in it. So as you get it flat, you know, the, the waves where there's little high spots and little low spots, they start to kind of yeah, they make a wave shape down the ice. It's not like a straight line, like you hooked a pebble or something. Um, so there's like a certain look to it. So you can you can see when the sheet is finally like flat, flat. It gets that you nice know? matte finish to it too. Yeah, it has that nice matte finish and you can see the lanes in it, you know, mm -hmm. and they're kind of up and or left and right, you know, as you're looking down the sheet. Um, so, and I want to say when he does that first one, you know, that's like, he does it about four times. So he goes nine passes up and down the ice and he does that four sets. So what's that math? 36 yeah, passes. I think it's like 36 passes. Yep. Um, and then when we're in the middle of the season, we do a flood. Um, he usually does it, I think, three times as a typical. So if you go and actually do a big flood, you do a three-passer. And that's more of a, not quite a maintenance yep. thing. But so, uh, so and then throughout the year, on average, is, would you say you're scraping about once a week? Once on Sundays? Twice once a week, a I believe. Twice, twice oh, a week. God. We scrape, what, what at, at? we scrape at least twice a week to knock the pebble off. Um, we don't do a big 27-pass scrape and, like that unless we flood, though. And that flooding is usually like once a month. And then for the listeners here, this is also this is scraping, not nipping. Viewers. Viewers. Yeah, 
<laughs> this is scraping. Yep. Not, yep. Yep. Yeah, tune into episode one of season one to see why I get so much crap about viewers here. Yeah, um, we we scrape quite a bit. I know, um, you know, we do it uh, for sure on Mondays and Wednesdays. Um, depends on what's going on that week. If we There's get a, a third one though. in, yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes if, you know people have time and there's a lot going on you, you can go whip it out and get one in but it's nice to have help for doing that stuff so yeah. um where are we at in maintenance though because we were talking about getting the floor ready so we got through misting i think the next step was going to talk about painting so yeah, our next about painting big which do we paint. have a night kind of ballpark for when that'll be yeah um that's going to be the first wednesday in november is that the first or the second i don't have my calendar I'll open We'll pull it up. I'll, I'll, I'll put it on Facebook and the website. The 1st, November 1st. Um, so, yeah, that's a big work night. Please come if you're listening and you are, are free November 1st in the evening there. Uh, we have a big copper sprayer boom and a big trough, you know, like cattle tank and a gas pump. And we fill it with water and then mix bags. You and missed one tool, the ore. Oh, and the ore, the hardest working tool at the Minot Curling Club. Yeah, we have an official ore. Tool of almost myth and legend here. Mm -hmm. It's an old boat ore. Yes. That has seen many a paint nights and is still going strong. No, it's, not a lick of duct tape on seen that thing more, we, we tried not using the ore one year. And you remember it, what happened? Yeah, I ended up, I did it. Um, I decided <laughs> I was going to innovate um, and I wanted to bring a paint mixer in and the paint mixer took chunks out of the feed trough and then plugged all the nozzles in the paint. <laughs> oh no. Well, and I had to sheepishly go hide that around the corner and then go get the ore back. Um, fun fact with the ore too, it did break um, and we did have it duct taped. I took it home and actually like woodworked with it and, uh, and glued it and put supporting dowels through it. So it has been repaired, um, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't know. You can tell. Yeah, the ore. And if you've ever been here um, and seen us propping open the door, odds are we probably use the ore to do that too, because it works really good for a door wedge as well. Multi-use so ore. It is multi-use for this ore that. Wow. Yeah. So when we paint, let's get on to a different yeah, subject. When we right. paint, um, we mix up those big troughs. So it's six bags in a trough, by the way. Help remind me, because I'll forget on paint night. Um, you put that out, and usually we can do like one coat on four sheets with a trough, and then you got to keep refilling it. So you know, we try to get at least two coats on all the sheets, uh, maybe three if we can stretch it. Yep. We bought extra paint bags this year too. So we, did. It's we bought be extra 20. white to mix with the LEDs. Yeah, we bought twenty-four nice. instead of twenty, because I don't know why we always used to buy twenty. It was like three batches and a part. Um, so now we have well, enough for honestly, four batches. Honestly, never gets these, that last coat. These new no. lights are so bright, I think we need extra because we're going to see every imperfection yes, yes. in our job, clean our boots this time. No, it's going to be super bright out there. So we do that, um, and then afterwards, you know, getting back to misting and, and flooding there. After you paint, you have to be very careful with the ice because the paint is right in there, and if you let anything melt in, the paint will run, and you will see the concrete underneath. So if you come out here and you see lines in the ice or like those little spots, that's where we put too much water on after paint night yeah, this was two two years ago after paint night we did a mist and there was a hose line right down the middle of sheet two yeah and that drove yep. me bonkers all year long yeah it, it wasn't even straight like you couldn't use it as like no a sight line either no. if you're trying to make a tricky shot on the outside <laughs> it went from one corner of the sheet to the opposite <laughs> corner of the sheet all the way down yep so yeah. that's why we need a lot of people um, to help hold the hose and work the hose right after we paint. And then after we've misted, I think we usually do like six mists, yeah. six to eight mists. It's, it's after get it nice and locked one, in so it yeah. one, away. one person to hold the nozzle, one person to mix, 
one to supervise and 20 people to hold hold the hose i'd yeah. say and then usually when we have everybody here too we can go get two mists on while we have the 20 hose holders because uh when you come here to do it afterwards you try to have four people at least one to work the nozzle can, can we start calling them hosers you can uh, yeah they're hosers that's, we're gonna start calling hosers now that's literally yeah i think yeah, yeah yep yeah um, so we do that and then uh, we flood um, usually try to get at least one flood on after we paint it's not super critical but you want to protect the paint a little bit because then we go into circles and lines where we're freezing in our big what, what material is it vinyl that they're made out of Sure. Some sort of vinyl. Sure. Yeah, some kind of plasticky, newfangled nice material. Yes, nice polyester blend. Yes, nice polyester <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> it's 60 20. It's um, not Kool Aid anymore. That's and all. then we actually, speaking of polyester blend, though, we use yarn, and I think that is like a cotton polyester yeah. blend. So, yeah, that's what our lines Strong. are is yarn. Um, so we stretch all that out and freeze it in. I got to give a shout out to Eric with Dakota Pond because uh, he innovated for us, and he figured out that if you bring computer duster in and hold it upside down because it's canned CO2, you blast out super cold and uh, you can freeze the yarn down really quick instead of sitting there with your hand on the ice waiting for it to freeze in yeah yeah yeah. so we're gonna go real crazy on that this year and uh, hopefully make circle the line night quicker and easier for everybody because last year i think we only had like two cans of it and yeah we wish we had more so Um, so do that we're almost gets us to where we do that big scrape yeah, and then after circles and lines, missed a couple times, so everything's stuck down, and then just flood, flood, flood until everything is covered, you know, and you got to be out there. It's like every time after you flood, you can't go out and check it because the water, you know, it's, it's wet. So you got to come back when it's frozen, and then you walk over all the houses, and you're, like, kicking around trying to see if there's a little bit of vinyl sticking out. You know, you just, like, you lost your keys or something in a field, <laughs> you know, you're walking around with your head down. Um, yeah. yeah, and then we so, do the big scrape, which we already talked about. Um, and then a nice heavy pebble, and it's uh, ready for curling. First. Yeah. That, that pretty much brings us, I think, to where we're at for, like, announcements in the schedule, right? Yeah, December 2nd. December 2nd is our Learn to Curl. It's our first big night on the ice for everybody. It's the first big night for everybody to check it out. Um, that's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. That one's open to the public, and it's also our last day for... I think that's the last... No, I was going to say last call, but we had to move that up. That's right. That's our next point here. Registration deadline. Oh yeah, we did actually have to move that up this year. That's November twenty fifth, so that's the the week of Thanksgiving when we actually need all of our teams registered, everybody individually registered and paid on there as well. Mm-hmm. That's with a new USA curling deadline for insurance, which will save that for another. Yeah, I know we said we weren't going to get too into we it. We weren't going to get too into that, but we get your have registration to do in. this for USCA <laughs> curling. So. You know, please try to be Johnny on the spot, and uh, you know it'll go. It'll be easy. Clay's already got it active on the website too. He's getting yeah, yeah. The registration is open, so yep. if you're new and want to put a team in, go to the website, put a team in. If you are a returning team, same yeah. thing. Same thing. Do we have a separate date for when payments are due? Nope. Oh, okay. No, nope. get it all done. All get it done. all done at once. November 25th through everything. Right. That's gonna be crazy, hey? We have everything done before Christmas. I'm not going to know what to do with myself if I can't be passive aggressive for the next two months. I like, am what am sure I gonna do with my you time? will get the opportunity to still send snarky <laughs> emails. <laughs> I did appreciate that when you send them now, you at least put it in your name because you used to send them from the Mailchimp and you'd leave because my name defaults, you know, and you'd leave mine on there. And I'm like, oh, Clay, I'm just not comfortable talking to our members like that. I'm not comfortable making fun of, fun of boomers like this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. Like for all four people that actually read those, you know. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, oh, so yeah, we've talked about, uh, we'll hopefully be done with the ice ground Thanksgiving. So our big open house, or our big fun spiel is December 2nd, but hopefully we'll have open houses that last week in November too. Yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Yep. And then December 4th, which is that following Monday, it's League Startup. That's our first... I don't know if it's, it depends on the schedule. Is that'll be our exhibition week or first week of actual curling? I think it'll be exhibition, right? It's, usually we, we do have that one exhibition week, right? Yeah. We do one trial week we because use the tiebreaker. It's yeah, it never works. It's the um, tiebreaker. I, I, did, I did air quotes for all <laughs> yeah. of you. It's not yeah. seeing what we're doing here. Yeah, the first week um, never quite works exactly as planned, but we we do want everybody to show up our first week because um, schedules do take longer than one day to organize. It's a it's a real pain, yeah. to be honest, especially with time preferences. Well, me and Clay can both say that we thought at different times in our lives that we were going to take over doing schedules and make it simple and easy and better, and both of us have reverted learned. back to letting Mark do it because, <laughs> both, God, that's awful. We both learned separately. Like I think Wes and I, on different occasions, both thought for a while, wow, wouldn't it be nice if we could just set our schedule for the entire year and just put it online and not have to worry about it? And we took it upon ourselves to do it. It can't be that hard. It was the worst. It was absolute worst. Oh, my God. It feels like you you do your first one or two, and then you're like, oh, yeah, this is easy. And then you start actually looking at the schedule, and you're like, oh, well, that team plays on sheet one three weeks in a row, so i got to move them over. And then you're like, well, these guys are on on sheet one now too much or whatever the issue is. This wrong team has had the same bye three weeks in a row. And then, yeah. oh, it yeah. sucks. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of the schedule, though, we do have uh, a regular three bond spiel scheduled for this year as well, um, which we'll touch mm-hmm. on that stuff later. But uh, I believe there's some tentative dates. Uh, They're actually are all on the website already. All ready to go. Perfect. Um, we, curling for the Cure is January. is January. Winterfest is February, Early Super February. Bowl weekend. And Shirt Sleeve is uh, March 29th through 31st. There we so, go. Mm-hmm. Big three are already on there. And obviously we'll touch on those events as we get closer to them a little bit more. But uh, yep. just a heads up if uh, if you want to get in some bond spiel curling. Yeah, and if we're looking ahead here for future things, um, Clay, you're probably the best one to talk about this, but our youth curling, that's been really exciting for us. And that, that actually is news, off-season news. We that's forgot off-season. to talk about that is off-season. Yeah, yeah. But hey, it's a good thing to kind of end on because it's a big event. Yeah, right? it is. We, a, we it's a big event. Yep, yeah. So yep. Clay, youth take it away. Youth curling starting up. Um, it's, it's our first time having youth curling in at least my memory for over 15 mm-hmm. years, I would say here. Um, that starts up right away in January. Registration for that will be coming up likely in November. We're going to keep it fairly small the first year. I think in, num- they're in the teens, the number of uh, youth we're going to accept the first year just because we need more instructors. But that's going to run more or less concurrently with our Air Base League. Youth curling will run on Sundays um, starting in January. I believe your Air Base League runs on Tuesdays starting in January, right? Yep, we do it right after the holiday there. Yep. Yep. So... That'll be the first year. We got a couple of grants to get all the materials together. And who uh, who provided the grants? By the way, do you remember? Uh, the um, Mining Area Community Foundation was um, big one. We did get a grant. Well, there, I I'm not going to say them all because there's a couple of still processing here. Okay. So the yep, Community yep. Foundation one is is entirely a go. We have a couple in the works through. Um, it used to be called St. Joseph's, and then there's a couple of company ones that are still processing. So more to come later. Yeah. Um, oh, on another fun note here, since we're doing doing fun things on our first episode. So uh, uh, me, uh, I, I have been pushing to get an AED at the club for a couple of years. I keep bringing it up at the board meetings, um, <laughs> and we uh, we we applied for a grant for an AED this year, and then I showed up for our first meeting, and there was one mounted downstairs. So the fairgrounds had. Uh, taken upon themselves to put one in the building so we did not need to do that application but 
Yep. That was that was funny. I had even gotten it added to the schedule. I emailed Lynn before that meeting. I was like, hey, Lynn, add an AED on there. So it was even like a new item. I was like, oh, we can scratch that. There's one downstairs. So. Sorry, Monica. Yeah. <laughs> My B. But hey, it's there. No it's good there. It's not much needed. Yeah. So any heart attacks this year? Got you covered. You're still probably screwed, but at least we're going to try our best. Oh, that was rough. actually yeah. as as someone as someone who concussed themselves at the shirt sleeve last year. Um, so I took a bad spill at the shirt sleeve last year. I heard my head sounded like ro- two rocks slamming together. Um, we have a surprising amount of nurses that curl too, because I was I was well attended to. So yeah, and then you got Mark too. You know, you, you took a tumble. Yeah, I yeah. took a bad spill. I didn't see oh, it. Oh yeah, I my my feet just I was Weird. sliding and I leaned back and my feet just came up from my knees. One of those things where I saw my feet. I remember my feet were above where the glass is downstairs. I could see them. I was looking down at them and I was like, "Well, this is really gonna hurt." And then crack. You oh, know? you went backwards. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta go forwards, yeah. especially like you got the beard. So that's what I did. I did the gushu, but I had the beard. So I <laughs> it wasn't wasn't optional. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get. <laughs> well, pick. next time I didn't get next time plan to go forward. Yeah. I don't. Did you? any rocks with yours no i did mine like behind the the oh. back line yeah it was good you know out of the way i don't like to cause a scene you know yeah you had a good one last not this past uh, shirt sleeve one before ago. though i think your hat went about 30 feet in the air just I'm, about touched the rafters i i cleared out the house on the last rock <laughs> it was did you throw your broom because that's always my move too like when you go like that you try to save yourself and i just tossed my broom i i did it a couple years back and i actually got my broom two sheets over <laughs> i was i did it on sheet two and my broom ended up on sheet four it was great uh, yeah don't mean to laugh so loudly but i pictured the whole thing in my mind because you've seen it happen. Yeah. Like you don't have to think hard. You, you just, just sell it all. Insert it's me. Gone. You know, yeah. Get yeah. rid of everything. Yeah. Yard sale. Um, well, I think we're getting close to 35 minutes here, boys. Uh, what do we have to wrap up on? We hit events coming up. Nothing. Uh, just stay tuned to swag. Swag. To work nights. Um, swag yeah, requests. I mean, yeah. If people want swag, let us know. Um, we usually try to do some clothing order every year. We're flexible on how we do it. If you got something you want to see, I bet we can get it. So I, I hit us up. Maybe to the point where should we start a should we start a like a Facebook page for this too so we can have our own. I don't do the book, so that's entirely up to you. That do the book. Well, according to Clay, I'm a I don't know how to work computers, so Clay, that's on you. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I think the exact wording was Nolan. You were born after 1990, therefore you're perfectly yeah, qualified. Like to use a that. Yeah, I'll you know, guys, I think I made us a Twitter. Oh hey, yeah, I think I think we have an a Twitter. An X. Yeah, an X. Sorry, formerly known as Twitter. Formerly known, the artist formerly known as. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll get we'll get some stuff out on the Facebook page. Like I said, work nights, uh, merchandise. Yes, if you want some, um, we've tossed around the idea of throwing out some between two sheets merchandise as well, which would probably be order only since uh, we have a very select group at the moment. It's North Dakota's it's like, number one yeah. curling podcast. I, well, we yeah, might, have, we might have a number of. It might be more popular than the curling club. Selections. I should have pulled up the stats. I'll wait till we do that next episode. Talk about All stats. All right. So yeah. next next week, tune in so we can get our stats. Yep. Um, other than that, it's been great. We're back. Bye.